right now. Staying healthy and hydrated is more important than ever. That's why we love TRIO. TRIO is low in sugar and packs electrolytes and vitamin C into a delicious drink that comes in lots of flavors. And it's plant-based, keto-friendly, vegan, and kosher. You can drink it post-workout or for an afternoon pick-me-up or mix it with seltzer to add flavor for a guilt-free mocktail. You can check them out at drinktrio.com. That's drinktreo.com. Available at Stu Leonard's, Stop and Shop, Fairway, Key Food, Food Town, King Cullen, and other fine retailers. When we can use a stress relief technique, we can find our center and we can navigate our particular situation and make better choices for ourselves, not feeling like we have to go towards one extreme or the other. Welcome back to Off the Gram, the show where we bring you straight into the trenches with us to help you live your best life, channel your inner girl boss, and navigate the ever-changing landscapes of wellness and social media. Hi, everybody. Hi. Oh, greetings from Skype land. Seriously, it's our first Skype episode. We're so excited. We practiced for this a lot. We did. I'm so grateful that we can bring this to everybody during, you know, what's going on. This feels really special, guys. So I'm I'm just really, I just want to like express a moment of gratitude as we all start to kind of get grounded and just really appreciate the fact that we're able to um, get together like this and bring this to people. Absolutely. It happened. I know uh, you drove this train and you, and we did it. So thank you. <laughs> thank you guys. And, and just to kind of like start it off for a beat. Um, I just wanted to say that the reason we're doing these episodes and this, this capsule series of uh, off the gram is because, you know, we had been recording episodes for a long time and we have a, a backlog of, of great episodes that, that will be released, but it didn't feel right to release something that wasn't speaking to what's going on right now. And we really wanted to make sure that we were helping people in the moment, in the now, and um, really releasing something that's relevant to everybody's life. So that's that was really, you know, the quite simple birth of this capsule series of Off the Gram, which is, uh, you know, a multi-episode series that we're doing around quarantine wellness. And I just want to say that because we are doing it in Skype, we've decided to kind of do a little bit of uh, a shuffling around of us as the hosts. So we won't all be on every episode together. We thought it was a little bit much with the Skype format to have so many to have it be like Hollywood squares with a million boxes (laughs) so we are going to kind of round robin this and omit one host each week just to to make sure it's really streamlined for you all at home so with that I'll let Heidi kind of take it away thanks Jamie and I just want to say that we are insanely excited to welcome one of my very favorite humans and besties stress reduction expert New York Times best-selling author of The Tapping Solution for Weight Loss and Body Confidence, producer of The Tapping Solution, the breakthrough documentary film on EFT tapping, and mama to an adorable tiny human, Jessica Ortner. She Hello. has led... I know. I'm like, I have so much more to say about you, Jess. <laughs> <laughs> so... Jessica has led more than 11,000 women through her revolutionary weight loss and body confidence online program. And she's also the host of the Tapping World Summit, which is an annual online event that has attracted more than 1 million attendees from around the world. Alongside her brothers, Nick and Alex, who are also amazing, Jessica developed the Tapping Solution app to make this powerful stress relief technique accessible to anyone around the world with over 200 tapping meditations to choose from there is absolutely something for everyone and in its only 18 months in existence the tapping solution app has had over 1.9 million completed tapping sessions so thank you so much for being with us today jess i know you're crazy busy and we're just thrilled to have you on our show Well, I'm a fan of the show. I'm a fan of all of yours. So I'm excited to be here and to play and to share something that I hope really helps people feel better during an incredibly uncertain time. Wait, Jess, can I just, this is Jamie. Can I just mention that, like, how weird is it and funny and amazing that, so we were 
in pre-production on this series and Heidi and, and Christine and Megan and I were all talking about like who we should book and who would be the perfect person to bring our audience some helpful content. And immediately we thought of you. So we were like just getting geared up to kind of reach out and talk to you. And I sign on to my mom, who my mom is Joan London. We've talked about this before. My mom has this daily 1 p.m. Facebook live show that she's been doing. And I sign on to her show and I'm like, oh, damn, my mom scooped me. She had your brother on. Yeah. <laughs> How fun oh. and cool and amazing. And it just goes to show, well, how lucky we are to get this really, really amazing booking in you because everybody wants to talk to you guys because you guys do provide so much help and so much comfort to so many people. We feel really blessed to have built this this company. You know, it's a family business. It's me and my old, two older brothers. Everything is virtual. Everything's digital. And it's all based around helping to relieve stress. And so it seems so ideal. I, I just feel grateful like this is the moment we were preparing for without even realizing we were preparing for it. And I think all of us should take a step back. And as mu- as horrible as, as so much of this is, there is a space for gratitude that we are living in a digital age where we can still tune in to this podcast and learn how to feel empowered. And we can connect with other people and, and feel peace. Like that connection is so important. And just because we're social isolating doesn't mean we have to lose that connection. It means we should make even more of an effort to, to feel connected, to connect to others in this way. Uh, we couldn't agree more. Christine, what you got for us, girl? Yeah, so, well, with this whole COVID-19 is sort of taking the place of the freshman 15. And I want to just tell you guys that this hot topic that's been, you know, all over the internet. And um, I know we're all so health conscious and wellness focused, but I still wonder what you guys think, you know, with, with everything that we're snacking on and eating, even if we're trying to be healthy and get these healthy food deliveries, are you guys having a hard time trying to just control all of that? I mean, I, I thought I was a healthy person and I, I know I am, but I'm just, you know, there's snacks around. We do get some snacks when we get our food deliveries. I do have a husband who likes some snacks and I'm finding myself like dipping into, you know, the cookie jar and all the other spots. Um, and I don't know why. (laughs) So I, one of my neighbors in New York city has sent me memes all day, every day about the COVID-19. So she's the one who alerted me that this was like a thing. And I Googled it and apparently like, it's a big thing Um, because people are baking people in isolation are like, well, this is what I can do. And this is what I can think about. I can plan all these meals and baked goods and amazing things to nurture my family when I can't really offer them anything outside of the home. People feel like it's a way to you know, nurture and give. And then of course they're giving themselves all of the baked goods too. Um, so for me personally, it's not a problem because I've been working not, you know, around the clock to create content for my apps. I'm just moving, I'm just moving. Mm -hmm. Um, but I know that it's from every single one of my mom friends with exception of like two, I would say, um, that's what they're feeling because they're constantly around their kids who snack all day and eat all day. And they're, you know, finishing the plates, which Jamie and I have talked about a lot before, like (laughs) don't finish your kid's plate. If you're not hungry, Mm -hmm. just don't do it. Um, but I am so excited to hear what Jess has to say about this because she, her first New York times bestselling book was the tapping solution for weight loss and body confidence. And I feel like you have a very compassionate way to address this. Yeah. I, I feel like right now when you, are on Instagram and you're looking at the conversation, it's like there's these two two kind of thoughts and people are fighting against each other. So in one corner are the people who are saying, now is a moment to be as productive as you can, to get in the best shape of your life, to eat perfectly, like this is our chance. And on, in the other corner are people saying, listen, this is really stressful. Let's be easier on ourselves. Eat whatever you want. And they're fighting and they're trying to figure out like who's right. And I feel like this shouldn't be the fight because everyone is in such a unique situation. What I believe the focus should be on is how can you relieve stress and navigate the situation that's best for you? Because all of us have very different experience experiences. Some of us have kids. Some of us are unemployed. Some of us have food scarcity. So the pressure doesn't help. But we also want to take care of ourselves. So how do we navigate this when we feel like we're constantly hearing these two different extremes? And the way that we do that is to 
quiet the noise, to release the stress, and to get back to ourselves. And then we can figure out what works for us. And the thing about compulsive eating that we have to remember is that all food is emotional. So to say stop emotional eating, every, all food's emotional. Like all of us have an attachment to food in some way. Where it gets uh, dangerous or, or where we can have a bit of a struggle is the compulsive eating. So eating for stress relief. Now, if this was effective, I would say, all right, just eat. If that's the way that you can feel centered and calm right now, do it. But the reality is most of us are eating over our sink really quickly. <laughs> We're eating that chocolate cake so fast that we look down and 30 seconds later, it's gone and we have no memory. And we're not actually getting the comfort that we're seeking. And that's really what my book was about, because I struggled for so many years with binge eating. And every time I would try a diet or to create rules, like, okay, these are my rules while I'm in quarantine. Or obviously, that's what I, I wasn't saying that back then, but I'm sure people are saying that now, like, this is the diet I want to be in. These are the rules. Well, what happens is, when we put pressure on ourselves to be a certain way, especially when we're under stress, we create more stress. And so what tends to happen is that it's sustainable for a very short time. You know, maybe we have two or three days where we're okay. But then because it's coming from a stressful place and a place of panic, we're going to self-sabotage ourselves. And we need to look at self-sabotage as simply misguided self-love. There is a part of us that's like, you are under so much stress, you need a break, you need this cookie. And so instead of moving towards shame and feeling like we shouldn't, we have to look at, okay, well, what am I really craving? A chance to relax. What am I really craving? Some excitement in my life, because every day feels the same. When we can begin to use this technique tapping, which we'll, we'll talk about in a second, it's not tap dancing, but it's amazing <laughs> technique. Um, you know, for those who've never heard of this before, you might be a little confused, but it's an incredible stress relief technique. When we can use a stress relief technique, we can find our center and we can navigate our particular situation and make better choices for ourselves not feeling like we have to go towards one extreme or the other. I feel like I should dive into the topic intro right now, but Jamie, do you want to, do you want to touch on this uh, COVID-19 freshman 15 first? Well, yeah, I'll touch on it for a second and it'll actually dovetail really great into our, our quick um, sweat this that we're going to do first because, um, okay. So for me, and <laughs> I'll preface it with this, it's been suggested to me by some of our listeners before, and this is totally fair that some people find the diet that I've kind of shared or my diet practices a little bit restrictive. And I'm not a restrictive eater. I'm a, a pretty measured and calculated eater. Um, I'm, I'm very in touch with that because I also have a history of eating disorders, um, both restricting and binge eating. And I've come through a lot of um, education around that. So I feel that my diet is, is pretty on point and I feel pretty confident in it. What I've done throughout this quarantine is I've changed nothing. And by staying on that measured path, it's kept me sane. Now, it's funny because I had some people pick on me the other day for, um, and I have people pick on me all the time, mothers that reach say. out. Oh, mothers <laughs> that reach out and say, oh, you know, I just can't. I, I don't know, that may work for you, but I can't imagine bringing, bringing my kids up in a home without delicious smelling food and baked goods. I said, who said my home doesn't have delicious smelling food or that my kids don't have a cookie? Like, do you know what I mean? They just, I think that that, that comes from a lot of fear and it shines some sort of a mirror back on them and it makes them feel frustrated. I get it. For me, uh, oh, so my son baked cookies the other day. He baked Easter cookies, right? And they were sugar cookies, you guys. That is my favorite kind of cookie. And I wanted I wanted one for a minute. And I heard my followers in my head. I heard the judgy ones saying, you're too restrictive. You should just live a little. You should just, being a good mom means enjoying a cookie with your kids sometimes. And I almost let it get me. I, I reached for the cookie. I was like, you know, maybe they're right. And then I thought, for me, I know for me, because I have a history of compulsive compulsivity with sugar, one will turn into six, might turn into 10. 
it might turn into three days later. So for me to be the the best mom, I need to keep my brain out of compulsive thinking because those thoughts will actually consume me and distract me from being a good mother and being present. So for me, the best thing to do was to stay on my very kind of structured regimen um, and just to keep eating healthy in my house which is what I've done. And it's proven, it's it's done me very good because once I set off the sugar demon, I really don't know where it's going to end, guys. I don't know. And Jamie, so, if I can yeah. add, I think what you're saying is brilliant because what we're hearing from you is that there has been an inner journey for yourself of figuring out, well, what works best for me? How do I react to things? There's that sense of awareness. And I think it's important to let go of all the noise and all of the stress to be a certain way so that we can find what works for us, knowing that it's not one size fits all. We all interpret things differently and we have different upbringings. And so it's about finding what's good for us. And the truth is, if something's not pleasurable, it's not sustainable. So if your diet was really so hard and you were pushing yourself, you wouldn't have done it for this long. You obviously find pleasure in it. And so that's what we have to find is some pleasure so that it can be sustainable instead of feeling like we're trying to shame or force our way to do something different. Thank you, Jess. And that's actually a great segue. And I'll tell you why. So my point in all of my eating is, is that I truly love the things I eat. I eat almost the same thing every day, but because I find them so yummy and delicious that there is actually no um, sacrifice. I don't feel that it's a sacrifice. So for me, that works. And that said, um, I also, my kids don't, my kids have balance. My kids don't have to eat all crazy vegan, whatever, like I do, but they eat mostly that way. But I do like to find fun ways for them to have a little bit of fun and sweet things, but in a way that's healthy. And and Heidi, we talk about this a lot. So our item for Sweat This, and Jess, if you don't know, that's a weekly segment that we have where we're just kind of talking about a product that we're sweating that week. So this week, um, my Sweat This item is one of our sponsors for this capsule series, which has become literally my new favorite beverage. I discovered it at Expo East. I don't know if all of our listeners would know what that is, but it's a um, a trade show in... uh, Baltimore? Baltimore? Cheers. Yeah. Cheers, Cheers everybody. Um, George and I go every year and it shows all of the new healthy um, kind of consumer packaged good products. And I tried this and became, I've been like the biggest fan of theirs ever since. So it's basically, it's birch water. So this is something that apparently has been used for like detoxification in Scandinavia and Northern European countries for years. I just like it because it's delicious and it has one gram of sugar and 10 calories. Um, but for me, like this is, so, you know, I'm never going to feed my kids soda. Not going to happen. <laughs> Not a thing. Um, but I am going to bring in fun things to kind of treat and and sparkle their palate a little bit. And this is a great example of something that I feel good about giving myself, giving my kids, um, feel good all around. So really, really love this. I know that everybody's holding their bottles up. My favorite flavor <laughs> is peach mango. I don't know what you guys, what's your favorite? That's what I have. Oh, hi I, I have, have peach mango. Go I was just saying I have peach mango because, and this is Heidi, because um, I'm out of my uh, raspberry lemonade. I was going to say, my, this is my number two, kiwi, because the berry was delicious. And I actually got John to drink them, which is exciting because, again, he loves a little sweet something. But this is a healthy, sweet way to do it. So the, the uh, watermelon is delicious also. Yeah, I awesome. also um, love Trio because of the birch water. And Jess, you have to know that when we were reading about birch, about Trio, um, they talk about tapping the birch tree. <laughs> perfect. This is perfect. Um, and the guy who developed the tapping method. The tapping method for the birch tree water is a Cornell guy. So go big red. <laughs> so much good for Heidi to like it. I love it. Well, the last thing I'll say is that Trio is doing a buy a case, give a case initiative with um, at Founders Give. So for every case of Trio sold online during the COVID-19 crisis, they're going to give a case. You can use the code GIVETRIO to get 10% off your first order. Trio has actually already donated 2,500 bottles to the cause. So a great company all around. We are so excited to support them. Yeah. All right, Heidi, with that, 
take it away. Should we dive into the topic? Oh yeah, sorry, yeah, Christine. Are, are you? Are you? Are you <laughs> we good? haven't even issued the topic yet. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, as you probably have guessed, um, I'll give you a little intro anyway. In this time of COVID nineteen and social isolation, everyone is looking for ways to de-stress. As we said, when cortisol, that nasty stress hormone, floods your body, your immune system is weakened, and no one wants that right now. So it seems like everyone is looking for and willing to try anything that will actually reduce stress effectively. Sadly, not everyone, this doesn't work for everyone, but our amazing guest today is here to tell us about scientifically proven method that she and her brothers have built an empire around, the tapping solution. If you don't already know, Tapping makes use of the mind-body connection, acknowledging and integrating the concepts that physical pain, disease, and mental well-being are intricately connected to our emotional states. Tapping has been shown to reduce anxiety by 50% in 10 minutes or less. Jessica, please tell us about this magical tapping solution because we need to know more right now. Yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you for that really lovely intro. Tapping is my passion, mostly because I am an overthinker. As much as I try to talk my way out of anxiety, sometimes I make things worse in my own head. And uh, when I came across tapping, what was so amazing to me was at the time I was feeling really sick with a cold. And my brother came to me, my older brother, Nick, and he's like, listen, I've heard that you just can't kick this cold. Do you want to try this thing uh, where you tap on acupressure points to relieve stress? And I was like, okay. So he had me tapping on different points on my face. It gets to the point where I'm tapping on top of my head and I'm looking at him because he is, in fact, my older brother who has a history of just the worst pranks. Heidi has, has witnessed some of them because she's been a friend for so long. So I thought he was playing a joke on me and he goes, no, no, listen, I know this, this seems a little silly. I know you're skeptical, but just let's just try it. Okay. So as I start tapping, I notice that my body begins to relax. And it's kind of that sensation where when you're in the shower, how you get the best ideas, how sometimes when you're relaxed, you gain this new awareness. And I suddenly looked at him and I said, I don't want to get better. And he's like, what do you mean you don't want to get better? And at that point in my life, I had been working so hard and I felt like, I just felt like things weren't going my way. There was this feeling of unfairness and this exhaustion, but I wasn't addressing the emotional side. I wasn't addressing the stress. And suddenly I get sick with a cold. I was very sick. It wasn't a conscious decision, but it really gave me this awareness that when we don't take care of ourselves and when we don't take care of our stress, our body begins to speak up. For me, it's a cold. For someone else, it could be insomnia or a headache or back pain. Our body is constantly speaking in saying, hey, I'm stressed out. You need to address this. And so I started tapping, but this time I focused on my feelings. And the interesting thing with tapping is you actually focus on what's bothering you. So you don't just jump to the positive. You have a moment where you get clear on the thought that's creating the physical anxiety in your body. And as you think that thought and you stimulate these these acupressure points, you get to the point where you can think that thought but your body is relaxed. And when we can even think a negative thought, but our body feels relaxed, we can now navigate that situation. We can decide to do something different. We can be creative. We can be resourceful. And this is especially important with what is going on right now with COVID-19. Because when we are reading the news and we are feeling anxious, what's happening is our body is trying to protect us. And so for example, for our ancestors, when they were out in the woods and suddenly there was a threat, they needed to have that overproduction of cortisol, the adrenaline, the blood rushes from your head to your extremity so you can run faster or you can fight. Again, incredibly helpful response to save your life. But what's happening now? We're hearing about a virus that we can't fight and we can't flee. We have the bills coming in. We can't fight and we can't flee. And so suddenly over and over again, we're having this stressful response, a response that was meant to save our lives, but now it's impacting our immune system, it's keeping us up at night, and it's really affecting our well-being and our mental health. With tapping, it is about 
honoring the fear, not pretending this virus doesn't exist, but really speaking to the fear as you calm your body so you can let your body know right now and right here, I am safe. And when you can get to that place, again, you can navigate that situation. You can see things differently. You can be a force for good. But it all begins by taking care of ourselves and letting our body know that we are safe. Jessica, I want to address what you said because the whole thing with the shower and how that's when you, those thoughts come to your head, uh, to your to your mind. And also that happens to me on a run. But what I've noticed, late, that's like my go-to thing. But what I've noticed during this time is, I mean, we're in a secluded, we're staying in a secluded area outside of the city and I'm running where there's not a lot of people, but whenever I step foot outside, even if it is for my runs and there are some other bikers and people going by, you just can't get around that. I have my mask, but I'm finding that this thing, my running that used to be that for me, it's also like, I'm going on a run now and I'm like, it's defeating the purpose. I'm almost like panicking now on my run. Like, how do I navigate this run? And we are not in a crowded spot at all, but you know, there's everybody wants a fresh, fresh air walk. Everybody wants to get that, that release. And it is, I mean, it's part of, you know, trying to take care of yourself, but now I'm thinking like, what else, what, what else can I do now? I don't want to be in the house and and do these things to try to exercise and release the fresh air is what's going to get me going. And you know, that, that running just make, does it for me. But I don't know. Like, it's almost like it's uh, that feeling of being trapped, like that run that used to do it for me is now, now I'm panicking about going out for my run. Um, yeah. So, I mean, this, this seems like a magical answer. I need, I, I haven't navigated the whole tapping thing yet, <laughs> well, but I, I want to, and I feel like it's an answer for a lot of us. Well, it is because go ahead, Heidi. I was just going to say that I think that I think that Christine maybe should be the person who gets to tap with Jessica today because I have experienced her tapping firsthand and it really changed my life. And I I mean that Um, Jess was so unbelievably gracious about tapping with me when I lost my stepfather, who was the parent that raised me. And she really helped me get through some really, really challenging times. And also after I broke my wrist for healing, she actually, I couldn't cause like my wrist was in like a cast and she actually like did it for me with me. It was really powerful. Tapping is really powerful. It's ability to heal. It's ability to, as Jess has, you know, touched on, get to the root source of what, you know, the issue wasn't that Jess's cold wouldn't go away. It was that she didn't believe she deserved to get better because she didn't want to get better or, you know, whatever the underlying issue is that's causing the physical symptoms. Is that accurate-ish? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, stress impacts our whole body. Some people look at tapping and they think, "Mm, I'm a little skeptical because I see that you're tapping on getting a good night's sleep and you're also tapping on finances. How can one technique work for so many different things? The technique only works on stress, but we have stress around our finances and we have stress around sleep. And And stress always impacts our ability to be able to do whatever is in front of us. And Christine, you you said something really interesting. You said, I know that I'm secluded. Like, I know that I'm safe. And this is what we have to know about anxiety. When we are stressed, there is a part of the brain called the amygdala that's firing off that fight or flight response. It's like our little fire alarm. And when that is going off, our prefrontal cortex, which is the logic, the reasoning, doesn't have the resources it needs. It's not as important because our body is like, let's just focus on the threat. That's why it's hard to talk our way out of it. I mean, sometimes talking our way out of it helps, but a lot of times we're in a place where we know logically we're okay, but we still feel stressed. And it happens to me too. I mean, the other day I was putting away laundry, like the little tiny t-shirts from my one-year-old. And I was thinking about the news. And as I'm putting this clothes away, I am just feeling so anxious and so sad. And I'm feeling panicked. And I had a moment where I had to be like, okay, I'm in the room. I'm in the nursery. I'm putting away laundry. Right now, my body doesn't think it's safe. Right now, I'm having this response as if I'm really there on the front line. So I need to take a second to tap, to get back into my body, to let my brain know that I am safe. So I wanted to mention that because a lot of times people get mad at themselves and they think, oh, I know better. Like, I know I shouldn't be upset for running because there's nobody here. Well, logic doesn't work when the fear is so real. 
Yeah. I, I was like a crazy person. There there was like two people that passed me and I was like ma- actually mad at them. Like in my head, I'm like, why are they near me? Like, you know, and I'm like, who am I right now? What is going on? You know, I put my mask up. I had my glasses on and it turns out I knew the two people and they're like, Christine, I was just like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I'm like, I don't know what's wrong with me right now, but they're like, what is, what are you doing? I looked like an alien. Like I had like not my face. <laughs> I was by the beach. There really wasn't anyone near me, but they came too close and I was get away. <laughs> and it was just, it was too much. It was maddening. Totally. So. <laughs> and I, last thing I want to add to is like, it's okay. This is a stressful time. This isn't about not having any stress or, or making all of your life easy. It's finding more ease during a difficult time because the anxiety is helpful in the sense that if we weren't a little anxious, we wouldn't be staying home. So sometimes it's beneficial, right? To be like, guys, you should take this seriously. You should have some level of anxiety because you need to make a major life change. We need to, though, be very present when that common sense stress to protect ourselves goes too far. And that's that's where we, you know, that's when we can turn to the tapping. I love that. Are we gonna do it? Are we gonna do it? <laughs> yeah, let's let's do it. So what we can do, I'm getting actually a piece of paper because we can do some tapping specifically for you. But everyone that's listening, this is the amazing thing about tapping. We are not so different when it comes to our emotions. So even though I might be focusing on Christine and you have no problem running, I want you just to think about something that's making you nervous. Okay? And so Before we actually go into the process, let me show you where the tapping points are. And for those who are listening to this on audio and not watching the video, I'll talk you through where the points are so you can find them. So the very first point is on the side of the hand, and it's called the side of hand point or the karate chop point. So I'm just using kind of three to four fingers to stimulate that point. And it doesn't matter what side of the body you tap on. So choose, I just tap with my dominant hand. The next point is the eyebrow point, and it's where the hair of your eyebrow begins. Now, for those who are watching in video, you might notice that when, when you're stressed, when people are stressed, they go like this. Yes. We tend to put our, our fingers on this spot. Uh, we intuitively know it helps us relax. Now, follow your eyebrow until you're on the side of the eye, so on the bone, right next to your eye. Then follow that bone again until you find yourself underneath your eye. Then we have underneath the nose. And we're lightly tapping. You don't want to tap so much that you're hurting yourself. Just a nice firm tap. Then we have underneath the mouth, and it's the crease between the lip and the it's the crease between the lip and the chin. And then we have the collarbone point. You can either grab your whole hand and tap on your chest to stimulate that point. Or if you want to get it exactly, if you feel the U-shaped bone underneath your throat and you go down an inch and over an inch to either side, you'll feel it between the bones. And then the next point is underneath the arm. It's a hand width from your armpit. It tends to be where your bra strap lies. And then we have the top of the head, right at the crown of the head. This is what's great about this technique is that you have these nine points and no matter what you're addressing, you always use the same nine points. Tapping is this really beautiful combination of ancient Chinese acupressure and also modern psychology. And the psychology aspect is that as we start, we start with the setup statement, which is saying, even though, and you state the problem. So even though I'm really anxious about running, I accept how I feel. It's, it's an affirmation of acceptance. Some people say, I love and accept myself. I accept myself. The reason why is that when we have emotions, we tend to fight them. We'd say, well, I shouldn't be scared. Logically, other people are on this run and they're keeping their distance. And I'm in this, you know, we try to use logic and we fight our feeling. And that just doesn't really do anything. It kind of keeps us stuck in place. So by just simply saying, I accept how I feel, it helps uh, your body begin to relax. And really, you have a, an honest conversation with yourself. Then you begin to tap on the rest of the points while you give a voice to how you feel. You want to focus on the thought that's creating the physical anxiety. You'll notice that before we tap, you always rate how you feel on a scale of zero to 10. If you're feeling bef- below a five, if, you're, if you do two rounds of tapping and you're feeling relaxed, you can move on to something more positive. Because again, as you're tapping, you're just sending this calming signal to your brain. So if you're feeling stressed, it's telling your brain, hey, it's safe to relax. 
But if you're already feeling good, you're still getting that relaxing signal. And it's easier to kind of sink in to that positive feeling. But this is the caveat is that if you try to jump right to the positive and you have a part of your mind that's like, yeah, I don't believe you. Uh, yeah. Uh, and, and you feel that resistance. That's because you haven't had the opportunity to really honor where you are and kind of let your body know that even without thought, you are safe. Does that make sense so far? Yes. Yes. Okay. It does make sense. Can I just ask a yeah. quick question Please. from the, uh, I guess, <clears throat> biophysical p- point of view, or like, I guess, I guess the question is this. Um, I understand that it comes from ancient Chinese medicine, but is there like a scientific reason for those exact points or meridians on the body? That's a great question. There are points all over our body. The reason that these are the nine that are really focused on is EFT is mainly because they're so easy to remember and access. Um, you can do it yourself. They're on the front of your body. And uh, and really, as the technique was developed, they kind of stuck with these nine points and realized, okay, this is pretty beneficial. When tapping was first created, uh, it was first called thought field therapy. There was a, a man called Dr. Roger Callahan, who was a psychologist who studied these acupressure points. And depending on what issue you had, you would tap on different acupressure points. Definitely helpful as well. What's the problem is when you're picking up your kids from school and you're in the car and you have five minutes to tap and you're feeling a certain emotion, it's hard for you to remember what points exactly. But if you have nine that are points that tend to cover the majority of things that really help you relax, then those are the nine points to use. So kind of a long answer, but the basic is because it's practical. Okay, that makes sense. If you're anything like us, you've been hearing a lot about CBD lately. So much that you're sometimes left wondering, where should I begin? Enter Charlotte's Web. As a CBD industry pioneer, they believe that natural shouldn't be the alternative and that Mother Nature knows best. By the time customers receive a Charlotte's Web product, it's been tested more than 20 times. That's why they're known as the world's most trusted hemp extract. Whether you're looking to restore your sense of calm, manage everyday stress, recover from all those at-home workouts, or maintain healthy sleep cycles, Charlotte's Web has something for you. From tinctures to topicals, capsules to gummies, even CBD for your dog, Charlotte's Web invites you to trust the earth. Follow Charlotte's Web CBD on Instagram and to shop, visit charlottesweb.com and use the code off the gram for 15% off. Cannot be combined with bundles or bulk products. Cannot be combined with other discounts, rewards points, or auto chip discounts. So let's have an experience right now. So Christine, you're not running now, but think about running because when it comes to feeling anxiety, oftentimes just thinking about the experience, we can start to feel the tension that we have in our body. So when you think about being outside, going for a run, tell me a little bit about how you feel. Do you feel the tension in a specific part of your body? Um, I think it's a, it's a mix of like, okay, I, I'm trying to pick the right time of day um, where I think it's going to be not too many people out. And, you know, it's like, should I run on the sand by the beach where I think maybe there'll be no one or on the street because they've closed off the boardwalk. So like there's this, there's a few things that are already off, off kilter because normally I would run on the boardwalk, which is right next to the sand and I see the ocean. So starting off, I'm already kind of like agitated that the boardwalk is closed. They've now moved everybody into the street, which makes no sense because now it's even more crowded. And so I'm dealing with like, okay, I'm in the street, I'm in the parking area, there's cars to my right. Then there's people sometimes, and then I really wish I was over there by the ocean. <laughs> so right. I don't know if that makes it, you know, it, no, it's just like really all helpful. these things are not, not right. If you would give all of those thoughts a feeling, what would that feeling be? Would it be anxiety? Yeah, uh, yeah. I think like a little bit like confused and anxious. Okay. Okay. Perfect. All right. I think a lot and of people can... at myself for like feeling it. <laughs> okay. Totally. I think a lot of listeners can relate to this idea of feeling anxious and also feeling confused. Things change all the time. Our whole world is upside down. How do we navigate this? So on a scale of zero to 10, thinking about this now, all of the questions, uh, maybe even the frustration, what is that anxiety on a zero to 10 scale? Maybe like a seven. Okay, it's a seven. Perfect. And for those who are listening, think about 
something that's causing you anxiety right now. Maybe it's just life in general. When you just think about what's going on, give it a number on the zero to 10 scale. Okay. And um, we're going to do some tapping. So Christine, if you can repeat after me, I'm going to let you know where to tap. And for those who are listening, have an experience as well. Also repeat after me, either out loud or in your mind. If you're listening to this podcast and you're cleaning the house, see if you can kind of sneak away somewhere just to have an experience or kind of uh, save where this is so you can come back to it too. Because I really hope that people have their own experience with this. So let's start all together by taking this nice deep breath in and out. And Christine, repeating after me, tapping on the side of the hand. Even though I feel all of this anxiety. Even though I feel all of this anxiety. Because I don't know what to do. Because I don't know what to do. And I don't like any of my options. And I don't like any of my options. I honor how hard this has been. I honor how hard this has been. And I give my body permission to relax. And I give my body permission to relax. Even though I'm feeling all of this anxiety. Even though I am feeling all of this anxiety. Because I'm trying to do something good for myself. Because I'm trying to do something good for myself. And even that is difficult. And even that is difficult. I accept all of these feelings. I accept all of these feelings. And I allow my body to relax. And I allow my body to relax. Even though I'm anxious. Even though I'm anxious. And I can't stop thinking about it. And I can't stop thinking about it. And worrying if I'm making the right choice. And worrying if I'm making the right choice. I accept how I feel. I accept how I feel. And I give my mind a chance to take a break. And I give my mind a chance to take a break. Okay, tapping on the eyebrow point, we're just going to give a voice to these feelings to lower the intensity with tapping. So repeating after me, all of this anxiety. All of this anxiety. Side of the eye. I just want a break. I just want a break. Under the eye, I just want to go for a run. I just want to go for a run. Under the nose, and even that is stressful. And even that is stressful. Under the mouth, the one thing that brought me joy. The one thing that brought me joy. Collarbone is creating this anxiety. It's creating this anxiety. Under the arm, when life already feels overwhelming. When life already feels overwhelming. Top of the head, I honor how hard this is. I honor how hard this is. Eyebrow, all of the overthinking. All of the overthinking. Side of the eye, my mind is trying to keep me safe. My mind is trying to keep me safe. Under the eye, thank you, mind, for keeping me safe. Thank you, mind, for keeping me safe. Under the nose, I honor all of these thoughts. I honor all of these thoughts. Under the mouth, and I now give my mind permission And I now give my mind permission to take a break, to take a break, collarbone, trusting my body, trusting my body and allowing my body to relax more and more and allowing my body to relax more and more under the arm. I'm just trying to keep myself safe. I'm just trying to keep myself safe. Top of the head right now and right here, right now and right here. I am safe. I am safe. Eyebrow right now and right here. Right now and right here. My body is safe. My body is safe. Side of the eye. And as I become present in this moment. And I, as I become present in this moment. Under the eye. And as I begin to relax my body. And as I begin to relax my body. Under the nose. It's easier to navigate this. It's easier to navigate this. Under the mouth, it's easier to find my way. It's easier to find my way. Collarbone, and it's easier to make choices. And it's easier to make choices. Under the arm, feeling relaxed in my body. Feeling relaxed in my body. Top of the head, and in touch with my intuition. And in touch with my intuition. Okay, take a nice deep breath in. And exhale. That was just a little taste, a few rounds of tapping, but I want to ask you, just as you check in with your body, notice how you feel, and did any kind of thoughts 
or ideas come up as we were tapping? Maybe something came up. Maybe it was just a physical sensation. I think I definitely calmed down. Like even just telling you excited me and like took it up a notch and, you know, describing it. And then when I did this, I felt like I got that, like, you know, when you catch your breath. Yeah. (laughs) I felt like that. And then I also felt like, okay, I, I get very easily like, my body is so in tune to everything that the littlest thing can set me off. And like this actually just took it down a lot. So it was a seven before what number would you give it now? Yeah. And actually think about it. So think like later yeah. today, you're going to go for a run. Right. Well, the sun just came out too, which was, is weird. Cause it was pouring. <laughs> it was pouring. With that, though. <laughs> <laughs> it was pouring when it, when we started. Um, but that, that helps me too. Um, but I feel like I just, like I just I could breathe a little bit now, and when I was talking to you, it was it was like taking taking my anxiety to a different level about something that is so usually helpful to me. So it's it's probably I'd say definitely at least like a three, four. Amazing. So you went that was just like a little taste, a few minutes of tapping. We went from yeah. a seven to a three. Yeah. You think differently, you act differently, you can make different choices when it comes to what we're going through right now. Um, ideally, if you're at a 10 and you go to a five, I think that's incredible. You can keep tapping and lowering your anxiety. But I also think that we need to really celebrate when we're feeling a bit of a shift. Even if there is, even if there's a three, there's a little bit there, which I would say is kind of healthy. You want to, you know, you want to be careful going outside. But a three is manageable where you can make smart decisions. A seven is when you're like running sporadically, and not me, because you're, I, I, really, it's you're not even enjoying the ride. Yeah, the, the on, my, run. on my round, like I go, you know, three miles one way, three miles the other. And when I got the other day, I got three miles one way. I was like, I can't believe I have to turn around and go back. Like, I'm going to do this. And it was, you know, it was just like so much. But do you think it's because what you what we just did is like just taking it's literally taking my mind off of that and putting it onto the sensation that we're, you know, experiencing by tapping and just talking and thinking about other things well when you told me what was going on you said that your anxiety got higher so you started talking to me telling me what's going on and you felt like you were almost a little breathless now if we this shows that the tapping works because we started and the majority of the time we were I was just repeating what you had told me about that fear but now you're saying it and you're feeling more relaxed Right. So you're, that is, it is the power, you know, it's not just talking it through because talking it through makes you breathless, <laughs> but talking it through while you're tapping, it's mm-hmm. honoring, you're not fighting your feelings. And it's like, almost like, Oh, of course I'm stressed. Of course. And there is a level of self-compassion and, and we stop fighting and we are, we're calming our nervous system. I mean, that's the real amazing, there's been a lot of research and data coming out on what tapping does we know it reduces cortisol the stress hormone but also what it does in the brain you know and and we can talk about this in a second there's a great study about cravings but you can tell that you're talking about the same thing but now your whole body is more relaxed yeah i mean i could hear it in your voice yeah (laughs) i wonder if that works like as i'm running if it's happening like I'm not going to tap as I run, but if I even say it as I run. Yeah, we'll, we'll notice because, again, when you were talking about it before, you were feeling more anxious. But you can definitely listen. If you say there's not that many people there, go from running to just walking and yeah. just tap. Even if you're just tapping on your collarbone point and you're taking deep breaths and you're just focusing on how you're feeling, you're going to find a relief. I mean, these acupressure points are so powerful. Can we talk about your app for a minute? Because I'm thinking this is something I'd love to be doing all the time. But okay, here's what I know about myself. I know I would skip steps. I know I would skip the most important steps. Like I would forget to either set it up and honor the anxiety and I would try to go right to like convincing myself it's going to be okay. (laughs) It usually doesn't work. Or I would like only tap on like two parts of my face and skip the other ones. And I would imagine that it's important to go all the way through. So how do, how do people at home learn how to do this or get guidance? Yeah, I think tapping meditations are so great. You know, the thing about tapping is that you can do it yourself. You can just give a voice to how you're feeling and tap. But to your point, it's sometimes difficult. Like I even like to have my hand held a little bit and to bring myself through a process. And so we had, you know, my brothers and I had written these best-selling books and we had all this stuff about tapping. And we were like, you know what? The biggest thing is people need to tap. And a lot of people were telling us, 
oh my God, I tapped this one time and I had this big breakthrough and then I never tapped again. And so we created the app to make it really easy to follow along. So, you know, what we did with Christine is we got specific on what she was going through, but I could say to her, hey, listen, there is a tapping meditation just on anxiety around the coronavirus. My guess is if you just focus on the anxiety around the coronavirus without even focusing on the running, you're going to get to a better place with your running because they're so connected. And so the Tapping Solution app, we have a free section all around the anxiety right now around the coronavirus. And it's this beautiful app where you see this avatar where all the points are lit up when it's time to tap. So it's very easy to follow along. You don't have to worry what point you're supposed to be tapping on. If you lose your place, you look at your phone and you see that spot being lit up and you're, uh, you're guided. And so we have a tapping meditation on releasing anxiety. And what's so exciting is last time I checked, we had over 260,000 plays and the average decrease of anxiety in nine minutes was 41%. Oh, wow. Um, we have another one, wow. Quiet the Racing Mind, which is amazing before sleep. It's in our sleep category. That's had 120,000 plays, 10 minutes, 49% decrease uh, in intensity with just those 10 minutes. So we we're seeing the research being done. But what's fun about the app, too, is you measure your progress and we can see just how much it's helping people during this time. And don't you also have a meditation around finance and stress around is it anxiety or stress around finance because we have an entire section about finances yeah um, we have one specific that's free around the uncertainty around our finances with the coronavirus a lot of us are in positions where we don't even know like with our finances we don't because none of us know when this is going to end so yeah. all of that uncertainty can create a lot of anxiety and all of a sudden you have to fill out a form for unemployment or you have to get all of this paperwork done to get that loan you wanted. And because of that anxiety, I mean, we've all been there where we have to do those tasks that are difficult on their own. But when you're feeling anxious, we feel paralyzed. And so it's looking at these different topics and just calming our nervous system so that we can find more ease as we're doing things that, that tend to be difficult. And as far as meditation goes in general, I'm just not, I'm, I have a very hard time focusing. So I think this also helped me. It, it gave me things to do. Like I had to say something, I had to do something I had, you know, so I had to engage in everything. Whereas if I'm, you know, in a yoga class or if I'm doing an app, just by listening to somebody, my mind still wanders. This forced me to do all the things. And I didn't even realize I was sort of in it. You know what I mean? If that makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. I, I'd love to share a quick story about the app. That's okay, because this, this I think, yeah. is a perfect example of even if you're not sure what's going on or what to say, it can be so helpful. Uh, I have a friend who is a nurse at Yale Hospital, and at this particular time, her husband had the coronavirus. Um, he was having a tough time. She was tested positive but had mild symptoms. Her five-year-old was also tested positive. And so she is now taking care of her husband, taking care of her kids, obviously no support, no one can help her. And at the same time, she's a nurse at Yale. So she's getting all of the emails about what's going on. So she, she sent me a text message saying that at two o'clock in the morning, she woke up in a full panic attack, like her teeth were chattering. And it was just a, such Panic attacks are such physical experiences. And in that time, it's like she can't think, okay, well, what is it that's causing me anxiety? Is it my husband with the coronavirus or is it me? You know, everything feels overwhelming. She went on the app. There's a free tapping meditation for panic attacks right at the top in the coronavirus section. She just clicked it and was guided. And she got back into her body. She regulated her breathing. And then she was able to wake up her husband and like and talk about it and talk about what was going on. It brought her back into her body and eased the anxiety so that she could figure out, okay, how do I better navigate this? How can I find support? How can I feel safe in my body? So that to me, like getting that text message from her was um, so rewarding because this is what I think is so powerful with tapping is just these acupressure points just to be able to calm our body, especially now, because our bodies, again, like they begin to re react sometimes when we aren't consciously aware of exactly what's going on. Well, what's keeping me up at night? It seems like everything's going on right now. You don't need to exactly know. You can follow a tapping meditation and just get back into your body and calm that anxiety. 
That story was really powerful. Yeah, really powerful. Um, Before we wrap up, I know you had said something about cravings. You said, I'm going to say something about cravings in a minute. And I think I just know that uh, so many people are struggling with what our kind of weekly topic was, which was the the weight gain and the the snacking. Um, But I really think that would be a helpful thing to talk about. Yeah. So there was this uh, incredible study that just came out of Australia, Bond University. It's this researcher called Dr. Peter Stapleton, and she took 15 obese adults and they had access to an MRI uh, machine. So they did these MRI scans and they showed them salty and sweet foods. So like the foods that tend to be the cravings, you know, the cupcakes and the chips. And they took images of their brain. And when you look at these images, you see the parts of their brain associated with pleasure as well as deprivation lighting up. I mean, it's like a Christmas tree just by looking at this food. Again, not smelling it, not eating it. It's simple, simply a photo, which just shows how strong our association to foods can be. She ended up taking 10 of them and 10 of them used tapping. The other five were the control group, so they didn't do anything. And for two weeks, this group of 10 adults tapped twice um, twice in the week. And then after two weeks, they did the brain scan again. And first, what was interesting is that they had said, you know what, my cravings don't seem as bad. I'm looking at these photos and I, I just don't have the cravings. So they kind of objectively for themselves were able to say, my cravings are better. But the fascinating part is when they scanned their brain and they showed them these images, the people who did the tapping didn't have the same parts of their brain lighting up anymore as they looked at the food. So the experience that they were sharing was also being shown to be true by these brain scans. So we're only in the forefront when it comes to research around this, but so much new stuff is coming out and we're beginning to see that tapping does impact the brain. Wow. So fascinating. I love the sign. I mean, I was I was sold before we had this conversation because um, I have tried tapping before and I, I know it how powerful it is. But I do love when there's science to back it up. And I'm sure there's only more to come. This has been such an incredible chat. And I really think that this is going to help a lot of people. And I know you guys and the work that you're doing is helping so many people. Um, And we just, I mean, really can't thank you enough for being a part of this today. We always end our shows with with two quick things. So... (laughs) We want to keep this, uh, even though some of these these questions, we always joke, we have a lightning round. So I'm going to ask you three questions. And the questions right now, they seem a little trivial in the grand scheme of things. But I think um, we always just like to learn a little more about our guests. And uh, nothing's trivial. This is, this is life is still to be lived, right? We're all connecting. I love it. That's yeah. correct. Yeah. That's correct. So, okay. First up, morning or evening workout? Morning. That's most of us too, except for Christine. Yeah. Um, Christine loves a, a PM. Maybe I job. should do it in the morning and stay away from everybody. <laughs> it's the go. only way I get it done. That's and so. So to that, what is your favorite workout? Oh, it honestly changes for a week, but right now it's yin. It's yin yoga because I feel like life can feel so intense and getting and, and doing something that's slower and really getting into my body has been incredible, like stretching because so often with what's going on, we, we just aren't connecting with our body. And I know with like a toddler and like no daycare, it's like, I feel like I'm getting a workout every day by just existing. And so it feels like yin just feels like what my body needs right now. I hear that. And then finally, coffee, tea, or matcha? I am going to do a fourth option. Yerba mate. Yerba mate. So for those who are watching, I actually have it here. It's a thermos. And then like the traditional way of drinking mate. I was born in Argentina and I moved to the United States when I was a baby. And this is the way that we drink mate. It's like a, a straw that has a filter at the bottom. And so you put the the mate, the herb, and then you put the straw, which filters it, and then you pour from the thermos, and you and you drink it. Wow. And it's 
great. And then with friends, cool. you, I mean, we, we can't do it now with everything that's going on, but it's like something you hang out with friends and you like pass it around, which those days might be behind us, but <laughs> yerba mate. Wow. <laughs> that thing travels with Jessica everywhere. Like it went to another country for her wedding with yes. her. <laughs> we, it's like my whole family, like everyone, it's just a very Argentine thing. You wake up in the morning and you drink, you drink mate. Oh, that's a fun one. Yeah. <laughs> Love it. All right, Heidi, bring us home. Oh, Megan's not here to, to say it. Uh, maybe. Uh, should I do it? <laughs> sure, go for I, it, Christine. <laughs> is Heidi still there? I think I lost Heidi. I see her smile. <laughs> Wait, I know, me too. It's a great smile. That's all right. That's right. Well, we can we can invite uh, we can invite Jessica to participate. So we always do our last um, our last kind of segment to bring it on home is called our as Megan sings it, Karma Call. <laughs> <laughs> so um, Karma in Sanskrit. What does it mean? Where's Heidi? It means Heidi. It means to take um, action, right? Is that, yeah. yeah. Okay. So we basically ask each of our guests to give uh, to give us one small action that our listeners could take um, every day. It could just be making their bed every day. It could be drinking water. It could be something big or small. One small thing that could really change their kind of existence. Is there one thing that you have to kind of leave people with? I don't think this is going to be a big surprise. It would be mm -hmm. to spend 10 minutes tapping on anxiety with the Tapping uh, Solution app. Again, it's free, so you really have nothing to lose. Just download the app and give yourself 10 minutes to see what happens. I think this that is the so perfect awesome. timing. <laughs> yeah. Thank you so much, Jess. We just loved having you, and we can't wait to share this with everybody. And uh, follow us at Off The Gram Podcast because we will be um, sharing more about this episode, and we're always there to kind of field your DMs. And if you have additional questions for Jess, we'd be happy to kind of pass them along. And please subscribe to this podcast everywhere that you listen to podcasts. And uh, don't forget to tune in for the rest of these episodes. We can't wait to show you what's next. Join us next Thank time. Bye-bye.